This is a Federal News Network podcast. Recovery from head injuries can be among the most difficult for veterans. Medical practitioners at the Veterans Health Administration Center of Excellence in Palo Alto are acting on the idea that encouraging veterans to share their stories can help. They've teamed with the nonprofit Teach Aids to develop a project called the Crash Course Concussion Story Wall. For details, Federal News Network's Eric White spoke to a professor of neurosurgery at the Palo Alto VA Healthcare System, Dr. Odette Harris, and with orthopedic surgery clinical assistant, Laura Timmerman. The program is just a fantastic uh, example of a collaborative effort um, in addressing the needs of our patients. So, um, headaches are one of the primary diagnoses, the most common symptom after traumatic brain injury. And um, so our, our team here of TBI experts led by Molly, uh, sorry, led by Dr. Timmerman, um, this is something that they encounter quite frequently. Um, and so we've been sort of uh, over the years trying to find innovative ways to address uh, these clinical concerns in addition to the clinical um, uh, armamentarium that we have at hand. Um, and so our relationship with TeachAIDS uh, provided um, an opportunity to do just that, to provide something innovative uh, with impact on the clinical realm. And so uh, the, our VA clinicians worked with TeachAIDS uh, together to develop uh, these uh, educational materials, um, including the concussion story wall, so that we could really sort of tailor and specialize the care available to our veterans. Dr. Timmerman, how will the wall actually work, and how did, did you think of it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it was a collaboration, uh, like Dr. Harris uh, mentioned, um, and so the wall um, consists of about 4,000 individual stories um, relating to how the um, veteran or, or patient's um, injury occurred, uh, their personal experiences, and as well as um, you know, suggestions to others out there. So it's intended as a resource for all folks out there who've been impacted by head injury. So including, you know, military veterans, their loved ones, athletes, and really anyone who's been affected um, by uh, head injury. How many veterans overall or people overall, you just mentioned athletes, uh, how many people will be involved with this project? Well, we have um, 4,000 uh, stories. Our goal within, you know, our clinic here was 50 videos. We were unable to complete all of those due to COVID-19 pandemic, um, but we do hope it'll uh, reach many other veterans and providers. We should also state that um, our VA polytrauma system, uh, our healthcare system, is is in a hub and smoke hub and spoke um, scenario, and so or a hub and spoke framework rather. Um, and so although we are one uh, uh, clinic here, um, we actually span a large geographic area when it comes to our expertise in traumatic brain injury. Our polytrauma site extends over um, 10 different states and our territories uh, and our non-contiguous states of Alaska and Hawaii. Um, additionally, our um, network site of clinics um, has the whole expanse of our vision as well. So. Um, so our expectation is that the reach of this will be quite large uh, for that patient cohort, and the clinicians um, uh, who are integrated into this network will also be um, uh, will also aid in the dissemination of this. And in your experience working with people with head injuries, uh, how does this sort of thing help in their recovery? Hearing people's testimonials about their experiences and whatnot. So there's a lot of evidence in in our peer reviewed literature. 
that the phenomenological component of of um, of one's experience, the patient's experience, so the storytelling component, uh, is significantly contributory to their recovery. Uh, that's been well established, and this is sort of taking that to a next level. Yeah, I was just going to add on to that. You know, there can be a stigma associated with these in, um, sort of invisible injuries, and I think it's therapeutic for patients to share their story as well as others you know, who are living with this to hear sort of the success stories and the struggles that others have have encountered and kind of the solutions that they've found through the experience of, of living with a head injury. And I imagine you're getting something out of this as well. Are you going to be using this in any sort of research capacity hearing these stories? And, you know, are you going to maybe have them apply to uh, the way that you treat other patients in the future? Uh, sure, I can I can answer that. We are uh, conducting a qualitative study to look at the content of the stories and examine the impact of concussion, especially post-traumatic headaches, uh, which is one of the most common um, persistent sequelae of mild head injury, mild TBI, um, and also looking at other symptoms as well as memory loss. Um, and then, you know, just as a, a provider, uh, it is, it's always, you know, good to kind of listen to uh, patients' stories, um, both the, you know, content and the emotions that it brings up and the effect it has on their their, their personal lives. So, yes, it's going to be very helpful, I think, both from a scientific perspective and also as a clinician. Dr. Harris, any other experiences that you can recall from, you know, hearing these stories? I think the storytelling component of recovery, as I said, is, is, is just so vital and integral. And I think it's one that's been underutilized in the past. So I'm really glad that we're bringing this to the forefront of our teaching and our clinical uh, armamentarium, for sure. Um, as, as clinicians and as scientists uh, and academics, um, we take every opportunity um, with every patient to use what we've learned uh, to move the field forward. And this will be no different. Um, but I think that most importantly, as Molly said, the clinical impact on our patient is what we're, what is central to uh, this work. And so we're very excited because it's definitely shown that uh, peer, you know, peer-to-peer uh, stories, peer-to-peer interactions and learning from each other in that format is just incredibly valued. Are there any other sort of injuries, whether it be post-traumatic stress disorder or not pertaining even specifically to neurological disorders, that you think that this kind of experience could help understanding what is going on with them? Uh, Dr. Timmerman, we can start with you. Sure, yeah. I mean, um, concussion and post-traumatic stress often go along, you know, um, closely. Many of these injuries occurred in in combat, life-threatening situations. Uh, additionally, uh, a lot of times there are, you know, orthopedic or pain issues uh, related to these these head injuries because they can, you know, affect more than than just the the brain. You can suffer orthopedic or burns or other things. So, you know, there's there's a lot there um, that people have experienced, and I think the diversity of stories will have sort of something for, for you know, many of our veterans. And I do think a, a psychological component, you know, we do know that depression, um, post-traumatic stress um, commonly co-occur with head injuries. So I do think it will, will benefit a broad uh, scope of, 
of issues with veterans coming back from deployment? I think one of the key things is that um, this represents thousands of individual stories, um, thousands of experiences, um, and I think it's important to highlight just the cost that um, the cost of our freedom that these individuals or people who have, you know, uh, put their health on the line, in some cases their lives on the line to um, to make sure that uh, we benefit. And I think uh, partnerships like this with organizations like TeachAid um, and the veterans, um, you know, wanting to help other veterans, um, it's just so um, remarkable. Um, and I'm so grateful that you guys are highlighting uh, this contribution. Uh, we are grateful to the veterans who participated, and we're grateful to our partnership with uh, the community uh, partners of, uh, uh, of um, TeachAid. Uh, without uh, whom this, you know, neither without either of them, this would not be possible. And so we consider ourselves sort of, you know, the middlemen in making sure that the the technology and the stories get to impact the patients. Um, so just thank you for um, highlighting this. Dr. Odette Harris is a professor of neurosurgery, and Laura Timmerman is orthopedic surgery clinical assistant, both at the Veterans Affairs Palo Alto Healthcare System. Speaking with Federal News Network's Eric White. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.